Nerd. Adequate podcast where we're not that good at this. You don't have to be either. My name is Joel, and I'm your host and audio guru. Sitting across the table from me, let's start with uh, Wallace. Wallace, how you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Good. Good to hear, buddy. Good to hear, beast. Good to hear. Welcome here, Nick. Yo, how are you doing? Yo. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Double yo. Doesn't yo yo. yo. He's doing great. Future sponsor yo yos. (laughs) <laughs> coming back. They're coming back. And finally, the guru of all things Pathfinder, Chris. Chris, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm I'm doing great Good. today, Joel. Great, Good. I have to say. I'm looking forward to today's session, I gotta tell you. Oh man, I am not sure what to think. Oh, what to think indeed. But uh, we are going to uh, do some cool stuff today, Joel. I'm excited. Excellent. But as we always do, we're going to start with a lore drop. Chris, what are you going to tell us about today? The lore drop today, we're going to be talking uh, about a subject that I've, I've touched on. Uh, I've, I've mentioned the age of cataclysm many times. Uh, so we're going to go into that today, Joel. So if you want to know about the age of cataclysm, we have to think about uh, history of Atrothia in general. So we've got ancient history, BC, before Cataclysm. We got the uh, recent history, AC, after Cataclysm. And oh, I then, see what you did there, because it's a before and after a Before thing. and after. Yeah, okay. And then we got what's known as fractured history. That's an original history. concept, by the way. Totally original. Completely totally original. original. So fractured history is DC. So that is during Cataclysm. Fractured history marks the most significant period in Atrothea's timeline, the Age of Cataclysm, when Xeranoth enshrouded the planet in darkness and altered the fabric of reality to create the Shadow Nexus. The exact length of this age is unknown, as the vast amounts of cosmic energies unleashed during Xeranoth's machinations were caused time to warp and bend unnaturally, with some accounts putting the Age of Cataclysm at just five years and others 5,000 or more. The Age of Cataclysm is a period of truly unknown years where a consuming darkness fell upon the land. The continents split apart. The world was torn into its current disc-like shape. Not flat, disc, different. Kind of like a discus. The Forgotten Gods, they were all slain by Xeranoth. The God of Corruption, he stole the cosmic energies from the Forgotten Gods to attain greater heights of power before finally twisting the planet to create the Shadow Nexus, connecting the ley lines of Atrothia with those of the Shadow Plane, shearing apart the barrier to the great beyond, all in an attempt to ascend beyond the limits of the gods themselves. The armies of Zircol spread to every corner of the world and nearly every nation fell beneath their banner. The Age of Cataclysm officially ended in the year 1 AC, 
when an alliance of the remaining gods combated Zirinoth on the mythical Isle of Algadir, eventually sealing him away within the prison made from the very shadow nexus that he himself had created. After decades of horror, the great bear, the barrier to the great beyond was restored with the God of corruption bound to both the shadow plane and the site of Galen's throne in the shadowed lands of Sir Cole. So that is what the age of cataclysm is big, dangerous time. And now that we've done our lore drop for the day, we're going to head it over to beast Wallace. You are going to give us a recap of what happened last time. Recap, please. In our last session of Barely Adequate, we had an intense discussion with Captain Oryx, and he informed us that the Pit Fiends are no small organization. They are well-run, intimidating, but fortunately, we are not even on their radar at this moment. And trying to figure out any info about Thuvius, Oryx had told us about possible connection with the Beast of Black Tree Hill. The last known mission for Thuvius was to investigate this Black Tree Hill and it's be thought that he was the victim of the beast there who had also murdered some other unsuspecting victims. Oryx also gave us a lead for some other information with a local fortune teller by the name of Lockick Dragma with a local blacksmith by the name of William Bormello, rumored to be a white dire werebear, and also with an illicit vendor who prowls the docks by the name of Old Kasif. And in this episode, will we find out what the fortune teller Lockick Dragma knows? Our heroes find themselves in front of an off-kilter shop. The creaking wooden boards of the shop, almost screaming across the street, and a sign that creaks back and forth in an unseen wind reads Glimpse of the Void. This elaborate but spooky-looking building has all of the, do- the windows painted black. And the front door bears a fearsome and terrifying-looking gargoyle-like demon as a knocker. You approach the house. And as you stride forth, each step creaks and groans. And you approach. What will you do? And since uh, clearly the approach didn't give us away, I will firmly grab that knocker and <laughs> rap on that door. I'll be like, okay, so here's the plan. Kung, kung. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so you grab it and you, you slam it. And every time that you slam it, instead of producing a bang noise, the gargoyle head lets out a scream. Ah! Is it is it a real? Ah! Is it a, is it sentient? Is there a way I can tell? Twenty one. You got a twenty one. Mm-hmm. Seems to be alive, as though haunted by some kind of cursed spirit. Okay, cool. I'm definitely going to give it a Does spirit. anyone uh, have detect magic? Three firm mo- knocks on that one, because the first one's going to be going to startle me. <laughs> the second one's going to be out of pure curiosity. <laughs> I, and then the third one will be out of morbid curiosity. <laughs> I do, in fact, have detect magic. You, the, it, is, it is radiating an aura of illusion. Do you have spellcraft? Uh, no. Okay, then. I'm real good spellcaster. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is it trained only? Is Spellcraft trained only? No, uh, it is, yes. Okay. It is, it is trained only. I'll uh, just be Kurgan, like, uh, do you have? I have Spellcraft. Okay. What's your Spellcraft? Ten. Okay. Yeah. No, it cursed spirit, but it radiates illusion, whatever that knocker is. Okay. You just grabbed its ding dong. <laughs> you just ding dong with this ding dong. No, no, no. It was a ring around the face. <laughs> totally different. So after a few long pauses, you hear some shuffling around the door and it, the latch pull latch opens and you see the door creak open. Revealing this place. inside. I hate this place so much. A dark, dimly lit building. The Which, interior has a, a fine looking uh, kind of front desk. And behind it, you see a very tall, thin man. But most jarring is the incredible wall of incense that hits you. As soon as the door opens. Do you actually have that written down or did you have that? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Hearing you complain about the incense last session made me so happy. I couldn't wait. I hate this. I hate this place. A dark skinned old half elf man with long black hair, striking features, gold eyes, and black tattoos streaking across his body like frozen lightning. Stands behind the front counter. He wears a long, dark robe, which features an overly tall standing collar, nearly two feet high, as well as immense pointed shoulder pads. All right, well, I'm not focusing on him at the moment. So, as as the door opens... Who opened the door? Apparently no one. All right, well, I'm going to step in and look behind the door. Okay, you do so. You do so. Standing behind the door, you see a horrifying creature standing almost seven feet tall and largely resembling a wheezing, hunched, bipedal bear, but with the head of a fish, a maw of needle-like fangs, a (laughs) pair of goat horns, and smoke-spewing voids where its eyes should be. So there's a little bit of room behind the door. Uh, There's no wall behind the door. Okay. he, He opens it. Okay, so on the far end, you see that interesting looking uh, old old half elf. And as you start to enter, he says, if you dare, enter. Hi. Welcome (laughs) to the glimpse of the void. (laughs) He reaches off and looks into the distance. That's exactly what I thought he was going to (laughs) be. So he's standing in front of a, a very fine glass case. It's filled with crystal balls and shrunken hands and things like that. It actually looks almost identical to the glass case in Elodie Spiris's shop that she had put all of her alchemical lab stuff on top of, disregarding what was inside. Okay. I'm going to walk up to that counter. You do so? You cannot help but detect the immense smell of incense. (laughs) However, it's obvious to you that the incense only barely masked the horrible rotting fish smell spewing from the creature behind the door. Knowledge nature on the creature behind the door? Sure. This is not of nature. Does anyone have uh, knowledge the planes? (laughs) My my knowledge of nature is a nine. A nine. 
You do not know what that thing is. Oh, weird. I do have it is freaky looking. I do have some knowledge of the planes, Chris. Oh, let's see what you got. That's a 15 knowledge of the planes. Oh, okay. Most notably, despite the unusual appearance of the creature and the man, you notice that they have uh, a matching glyph on their foreheads. You are looking at an Eidolon. Interesting. An unusual, otherworldly creature given power by some kind of potent contract between this fellow and this creature. So Manifesting a, a form unique to his psyche itself. So being obviously uncomfortable, Scarlet would like step in last as you walk to the counter. Like okay. she'd kind of like shuffle in and oh, it smells. Of yeah, inside. she'd yeah, stay close time. to the door and she'd be like, you know, she just kind of look at the creature and be like, uh, hey, how's it going? Like, so just, it kind of like like lurches down. It kind of like almost like in a like a hunching kind of bow. Oh yeah, okay. and it like kind of beckons you further into the room. And as it uh, as it does, I'm, I'm it has good. its its forearms. Look like a bear. They look like a bear's arm that's totally lacking hair. So it's just all wrinkly, fur, wrinkly skin, and it's like kind of it, would it like, you would in. it like some hair for its? I might have a solution. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of mo- it doesn't say anything, but it kind of just like I'll motions. be like I'm, I'll just I'll just shop from here. Thanks. Just okay, so you're all entering. Door. Yeah, I'm gonna need a, if you want to bring your wolf, and I'm gonna need a check. Handle animal because it this room has a severe smell. It's like totally repulsive. And I, anyone with scent, very Fif- strong smell, 15. totally covers up any other smells. I would actually volunteer. Mm. But I can. The stay. wolf like won't want to come in. No, no, no. I could stay outside with your animal you, if you uh, want. Need to be in here. I don't want to be in here. I know. I hate. This but place. Uh, fifteen handle animal. I'm- okay, he uh, <sighs> he enters the room with you. So as you all enter the the foyer, um, I'm gonna try the, not uh, to the be... creature shuts the door behind you. <sighs> as it takes every step, wheezing with every every oh. movement. I'll be trying to keep my compo- composure not. And every be every visibly... time it wheezes, more smoke comes out of its eyes. <laughs> its eye sockets. <laughs> not be visibly <laughs> repulsed by this creature. I, I'm not good at pretending. I'm, I'm not sure if she's repulsed or just the whole situation. I think she's repulsed by everything here. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're in, you're in the the front kind of foyer. So this guy's uh, behind the behind the counter. He's like, come, come, let us glimpse beyond the void. I, I shall lead you on this journey. I. Lockic Drogma and you and Why he, he kind of like points both hands. I don't want to be here. Points both hands towards Geist and he's like, Come, come, the visions they're coming to me. I've seen you. Uh, okay. I'll uh, bite. So as you approach, he says yes. He just closes his eyes and puts his hand on his forehead. He's like, Yes, yes. Such portents, such portents. And then he points down at the table in front of him and slides a piece of paper in front of you. And it has uh, pricings for different types <laughs> of services. Ooh. <laughs> I'll go over these pricings. Okay, I'm going to sense motive. I'm going to see what's going on. Okay. How much do I think this guy is a con man 
versus how skilled he is at actually being. Well, so far, he's pretty out of this world. That's a 24 sense Yeah, 24? Motive. I think this guy might be overselling it. Okay. He might be going okay. a little over the top. Okay. Now, whether this is how he acts normally. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything yet. You're not sure, but but th this guy seems a little over the top. If, if he starts reaching for every, his coin purse, then I'll step in. Every but, every good show has to have a little bit of theatrics. Oh, I mean, obviously, but this is not a little bit. <laughs> So he uh, he pushes that in front of him. And he says, "Oh yes, yes, the spirits they talk to me." So, and for just a few coins, you could know there are many, many boons. So look at the pricing. Okay, so it looks like the prices range uh, for a session anywhere from five gold to five hundred gold, depending on if you're looking Ooh. for special midnight service. When the spirits are most potent and accurate, to regular daytime services, where uh, it's a simple fortune reading or contacting of other otherworldly spirits. Oh, everything wow. varies in price. This guy can this this guy might be able to contact Thuvius for us. So I'll go for my coin purse. Okay, so I'll step in. <laughs> yes, yes, Thuvius. Yes, yes. I, I I've seen Thuvius. I will. Um... I'll I'll rest my hand on um on my friend Gaius here, and I'll say, uh, hold hold on a second, guys, hang on. Perhaps we should uh, discuss this pricing before we make any commitments to it. Um, which, on the scale of five to five hundred gold pieces, how much would contacting Thuvius be? Oh, his presence! I feel it. I can reach to the other side are beyond you, the void for but a mere 500 gold. Are you saying Thuvius is dead? I did not. <laughs> but maybe he is. We will only know with the Midnight Deluxe Package. Only, only 500 gold will get us that, will it? <laughs> huh. I, okay. I, I don't have that much on me. You don't. Just even if you did. <laughs> I'm say so then he, uh, when you say that he uh, he reaches underneath his little desk and he puts a paper down in front of you with a with an inkwell and a pen and he says but we finance <laughs> <laughs> okay so um I'll just quickly slide that away from guys <laughs> yes yeah of course good all good business practice very good uh what's the what's the interest rate like by the way very much interest. <laughs> Everyone loves talking to the spirits. Okay. It's a buzz about town. Okay. So um, I'm going to say. He, he does not answer your question. I can see I that. I figured he's not going to answer any of my questions. And uh, okay. So I'm guessing we're just going to have a back and forth with him for a couple minutes. Of him being over the top. And so he, to he's really trying to sell you on getting the midnight uh, deluxe yeah, package. Yeah, okay. Um, so he, and he'll contact. But, but you notice, give me sense motive for anyone who wants to do, do it. Uh, Am I picking up on anything? With a 10 on the dice, that would be a 16. 18. Ooh, 16, 18? 14. A 14? Okay, this guy. You know, you, you had some doubts originally. You think this guy knows what he's doing. Okay. You know, he's got a gift. It's worth paying for. Okay. 
I'm still not sure why we would want to contact somebody who we don't even know is dead yet. Are you saying that out loud? Yeah. But you will know. I can, my, my gaze can pierce beyond the void. Right, that's great. But we should probably find out if he's actually on the other side of the void before we pay you the 500 gold pieces. Do you Results know what I mean? not guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> what was that, my asthma? <laughs> he looks behind you to the creature, which lets out a big wheeze. <laughs> big that... puffs of smoke come out. Everybody give me a fortitude save. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. The 15 on the dice, 11. 21. 21? 11. 11? Uh, 17 and 19. Oh, okay. So uh, you two... The, the smell of the incense is even more profound than it was before. You, uh, so that was, uh, that was Gaius, Greymane, and uh, Kurgan. As far as Scarlet, uh, this man's words, the more he talks, the more, the more profound every syllable seems to be. Am I getting high? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting high right now. Okay. Um, okay. And you're starting to see scintillating colors and patterns behind this guy, almost like his mere presence pierces the void into the great beyond. Okay. Can I sense this? That uh, you can give me a sense of motive. Uh, twenty-four. You notice uh, Scarlet's uh, kind of acting weird. Anyone have a heel check? Uh, Get right on that. Seven. Okay. Well. Eva, uh, her pupils are super dilated. <laughs> she looks like she's under the influence of something. I'm going to say, ask Scarlet to step off for a sec. Uh, okay, so I have a question. Yep. Am I fe- am I like enchanted right now, or am I just like I don't I don't have my senses? You have a really good hallucinogenic buzz going right okay. now. Okay. Okay. I'll be like. Oh, maybe we like should this, listen to what he has guy, to say. <laughs> he's he's profound. <laughs> this okay. guy's like, I'm smelling the colors. <laughs> Do you know what blue smells like? That that right there. Well, I'm gonna sense more of that. That's what blue smells <laughs> like. Even I can't um, smell colors. Like, just listen to what he's saying. That with the 17 on the dice, that's a. Oh, she's, she's blitzed out of her mind right now. Oh. <laughs> I, I think Scarlet needs to lay down. Like, like she is on a serious hallucinogenic trip right now. We've already, but a good one. Uh, we've been past the bed and bath section, and this is what the beyond is like. Guys, we can talk to Thuvius. So he nods. Okay. <laughs> My guy's yes, been quite yes. annoyed by this point. Okay. <laughs> it's very noticeable. She's probably even more talkative than she normally is right now, too. She'll be, like, trying to touch the creature. <laughs> Poke it in the in the cheek. As you do, its face almost feels like it's all bone. Like, all of the... Ooh, cool. It's just all, like, bone and cartilage. Like, there's no... No, no substance no to it. No substance yeah. to it. Does it reel back or anything? No, it doesn't move at all. Cool. In fact, its tongue starts to come out of its mouth. Almost like a like a snake feeling for something in the air. Oh, cool! Kind of comes out of its mouth. 
and like starts to like touch your your hand when you touch super him. Super creepy. Super creepy. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so what were you guys gonna do? Sorry. Uh yeah, so seeing <laughs> Scarlet suddenly acting really weird. Okay. I'll uh I'll move to put my arm around her shoulder and I'll turn to to uh uh Lokak. Uh it's an intriguing offer, but uh, my companion here seems to be falling ill. We'll have to get back to you as soon as we raise the funds for this deluxe speaking opportunity. Okay, so as you as you turn to leave, he says, Oh, the spirits! They're leaving! <laughs> Best contact while they're here or at midnight for the deluxe package. <laughs> guys, guys, we should... We should hear him out. I think, I think we, I think he has a lot to say. To remind me again, the connection <laughs> he had. And she'll like put her <laughs> finger up to your mouth. No, this is not out of character. Oh, so sorry. She's doing that to, <laughs> to a mirror of herself. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no words. <laughs> the spirits can't. You can't you hear so them. Good. Oh, you can't hear the spirits if you're talking. <laughs> uh, so you were coming here because you had heard that there was a bizarre beast here that people suspect is the beast of Black Tree Hill. Yeah, I, I doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> now um, seeing it with our own two eyes. Well, uh, seeing it, uh, it could have been, but so but the way, I'm gonna... its general demeanor is a little unusual. I but just want to go on record be, saying I be. did not want to come here, Nick. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to say Locking Drogma. We're here for a reason. We're looking for our friend. I'll be um, taking Scarlet. Yes. Okay. Okay, so Scarlet's now being let out. And I'm going to uh, have Greymane go Gaius. on guard. Did the spirits follow Greymane us? Greymane is on guard. Okay. On guard on Scarlet to make sure nothing happens to her. And I'm oh, going to basically jump. say to... Uh, Lockick, 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 yep, Lockick. That uh, it's been thought that uh, your companion there has been doing some uh, some deeds near uh, Black Tree Hill. Nonsense, I say. Nonsense. Miasma does not like it outside. Does he uh, talk at all? His voice pierces the veils of reality. <laughs> to know his voice can, is can, to know beyond talk, the void. Can you talk normal, please? <laughs> Give me a diplomacy check. Eighteen. Oh. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Well, I'm sure. Uh, uh, what's his name again? Captain Oryx. I'd like to know about uh, your friend Miasma here. They are great friends. Miasma has saved him many times when we ventured in our youths. Oh, so that's one of them, that one. Sure. 25. 
seems to be telling the truth. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not keeping that note because I wasn't. I'm not there. Hosk would have to join us in our merriment when we were out upon the adventure of life. So I still got a very serious deadpan <laughs> look. Kind of points off to the distance. Um, junior Adventures. Where did they take you? Here, there, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. I hate this guy so much, Chris. I love this guy so much, Chris. <laughs> I am indifferent. <laughs> He's polarizing. That is the way. <laughs> he is polarizing. I'll give him that. <laughs> this on uh, Miasma has claw, clawed hands, correct? Yeah, yeah. Again, like a bear, but no hair up to the forearm. Okay, and how, what kind of uh, feet does he have? Like bear feet. Bear feet, okay. Yeah, but like, like again, from like the, the shin down, like no hair. Okay, uh... Just like wrinkly The reports that we flesh. had for the tracks that were near Black Tree Hill, people would have known if they were bear prints. Uh, you don't know for you sure. You don't know? Okay. Yeah. We haven't been there yet. You haven't yet, been so. there yet? Yeah, and I thought maybe in yeah, our yeah. discussions that we found out what that was. Okay. Yeah, it was inconclusive. Going? They didn't know. It was weird. Is there anything happening outside the shop right now? For me, am I seeing things? You're seeing all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah. All so kinds of stuff. I'm gonna be high this for house a little bit. Is like, it looks like it's dancing along. It's straight along up. The road. It's standing straight up. It is. <laughs> and then <laughs> you think for a second that maybe it's it its eyes open. Those blackened windows oh, are actually yeah. eyes opening and closing. Cool. The house is talking to you. Yeah. yeah. And then across the street, it looks like the house across the street is vomiting rainbows. And you uh, you notice Elodie is tossing more refuse down <laughs> into the road. And then when you when you shrug, you're like, "What are you doing?" She just waves at you. <laughs> Hi, he's a creep. <laughs> this guy. And she nods. I think she might. I think he might have drugged Scarlet. It's the fish thing. It, well, there was a fish thing. <laughs> it's the fish thing. What do you mean it's the fish thing? Why are we yelling? Because we're across the road from each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got something for that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, wait, wait a second. So I'll grab Scarlet and I'll lead her back to Spears. So you you come, you walk across. We're going towards the rainbow. The rainbow vomit towards this house that just puked up. She's reaching kind of... Touching your face. Hey, can I actually talk to my plants now? Do you want to try? Yeah, we're going to go sure. in there. Do, are, can I see them as like... Do you realize it's the same place? <laughs> so he, he walks over to the... He looks to the side once he gets in the mouth of this giant house, yeah, house, yeah. Okay. house creature. And you look to the side and you see these, these very bright, vibrant plants smiling and waving at you. And it looks like they're like, come here. I want to go play here. with the. I want to go play with the plants. And uh, you notice that she's walking towards the plants, and they're in the middle of ripping apart a rat right now. Ah, well, I'm, 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 I'm I haven't taken my hand off her shoulder yet. Okay, so, so she. Um, you, I'm you gonna fire. try to go over there. You, you failed to do so. Okay. 
So you uh, follow Elodie to her uh, little shop there, and yeah. she produces uh, a small little uh, little vial with like an eyedropper. <laughs> and she says, she walks up to you, and she, you, like really loud. She's like, "Look up and open your eyes." So I'll do like a cross-eyed thing. Is that like that? So she points and <laughs> she says, "Can you open her eyes for me?" Uh, sense motive. Yeah. <laughs> Sense motive, 59 days for 21. Uh, she seems like she wants to put this this thing in her eyes. But uh, I don't get any feeling doesn't that have enough hands. That it's a nefarious. Yeah, nothing weird is going to happen. Okay. No. All right, so I'll. As far as today's gone anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'll nod and I'll uh, gently try to. She wouldn't even fight because she's like wide-eyed right now looking at the plants. <laughs> so all you have to basically do is like tilt her chin up and she's like. And then uh. drop, drop. <laughs> and you notice her uh, her eyes start to very quickly, her pupils go back to normal. And within about a minute or so, your high like instantly comes down. What happened? Apparently the fish thing. It's the creep across the street. Should I start reaching for her sword? <laughs> like, no, no, no. That would, that would definitely not bring the right kind of attention. So she thinks better of it and... Uh, and uh, what what was that? Was it what happened? Was it a drug? Was it a poison? It's the thing's eyes. It spews out some kind of weird hallucinogen that makes everybody feel happy. So that's why he's the way he is. Could be. I don't really know. He's a serious creep. Uh, Granny always said so. So I'll say um, thank you for for getting me back to my senses. Uh, appreciate it. Anytime. Guys? And thank you for your service. Uh, what do we owe you for that? Oh, yeah. Money. Yeah. Uh, like a silver? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> she <laughs> she just has her silver. She just kind of puts it haphazardly in a <laughs> pile of coins that she has on the counter. And then she gets back to brewing some unholy concoction. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um. So we, we should Kirkman's make sure Kirkin's okay then, yeah. if that's the case. <laughs> Am I getting high at all here? No, you're okay. Yeah, you're okay. So I'm going to say... So this guy, like, he's telling you his, like, adventuring tale. It's been, like, ten minutes, and he's maybe said, like, 13 words. <laughs> not that not that. Extreme, so I'm going to like, interrupt Lockick. Very over the top. And there was the bride and, uh, behind the veil. Behind the veil. <laughs> Talking about this wedding he went to. <laughs> I'm gonna try to interrupt him, maybe mid sentence or mid word. Because he keeps talking until his sentence is done, and then he waits for you okay. to interject. And if you talk over him, he just gets louder and more dramatic as he does it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lockick, I'm here for a reason. I'm here looking. Aren't we all? What is life? I'm looking for a friend <laughs> that has gone missing. He nods. Have you, uh, do you know who Thuvius, Thuvius Vane? Does that name ring a, ring a bell? He nods. Yes. <laughs> yes. 18. <laughs> He's telling the truth. <laughs> 
Vivius Vane. He nods. What do you know about him? He's my finest customer of incense and scented candles. <laughs> Bingo body butter. <laughs> Bath bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this guy, why did we come here? My guy is getting fed up. So, okay. <laughs> so when do we come back into the scene? Um, well, pro- I'm not going I guess in. Probably now, because okay. he's been yammering the whole time. I'm not nonsense. going in. I will stand outside. Okay. Watch. The- if you need to speak with him, we will pierce the void <laughs> and see beyond. I would suggest the deluxe midnight package. Okay, <laughs> so I'll walk up to the house. I'll be like, we got to get Kurgan out of there. When you go to open the door, the door doesn't open. Well, I'm not opening it. You got to no. do- ding dong the ding dong. Them. So knock. you knock again. Woo! 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 Well, just, wa- just the once. Door creaks just open. once that time. <laughs> Okay, after once, when the door creaks open, and you guys uh, inside, you notice Miasma walks to the door and opens it. But when he does, he like he he hunches his way over, and then you see him like he like like kind of peeks, peeks like through a small crack on this side, and then like shuts the little slider, and then like creeps up right up as tight to the door as he can to the door jam. And then slowly creaks <laughs> the door open, taking great pains to hide behind the door when he does. Oh, he doesn't like being outside. Okay. I am not going in. I'm going to just outright say that. So as the door opens, he stops mid-sentence and says, Come, glimpse with me beyond the void. <laughs> Let's stick my head in. Hey, Kurgan, are we done yet? <laughs> Scented candles half off. Black Friday sale. <laughs> uh, I'm done with them. Okay. <laughs> Too bad. That sounds good. And I, I'm going to jingle my coin purse. If only he had... So he quickly if only runs some- in front of you, his <laughs> giant collar moving back and forth, and his, almost hits you with his big... Big shoulder pads. He, he runs in front of him. And he's like, wait, wait. I'm getting something. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm going to just step around him. and So as you do, he says, mm, I'm seeing a beast. A fearsome beast upon Black Tree Hill. This is, this is everything I've told him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, so, <it> <laughs> I'm gonna stand in the doorway. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you told here. him that, so. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, let's hear him out. <laughs> Scarlet, you hear that? He knows about the I'm beast. Gonna, I'm gonna turn to you and I'm gonna go. Oh, okay. De- I'm gonna a shake beast! My head. Danger! Okay. Death let's, follows so I'm gonna, the beast! I'm gonna stand in the doorway. Uh, last chance, Lockick. Tell me something I don't know. The beast! The beast! It is not one, but many, many, but one! But be warned, it is not just many. They are led by another. One striding between this and the next. Can we leave? Can we go? 
<laughs> it's one but many, but it could be one, but it's not many. It's many but one with one of many. We'll come back. We'll come back when we have the gold for a real vision for the midnight package. Uh, I'm not spending that money. <laughs> I have no intention of doing that either. Nope. I'll go into my current purse and uh, pull out a gold coin and I'll toss it to him. Thanks for the information. <laughs> so as as he's like got his hands his hand up over his forehead and he's leaned back all dramatically and his eyes are closed, he uh, catches the coin in his his left hand and quickly slips it into a, a pocket <laughs> as he continues his mad ravings. Okay, uh, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> that took way longer than it needed to. <laughs> We learned that the beast could be one or could be many. So that is true. That is not worth a gold coin. That information is not worth a gold coin, I'll tell you. Uh, he, uh, he said not one, but one of many. Many of one. What's, what is Led that? by another. It's a hydra. One foot in this world and the next. Undead wolf pack. Undead wolf. Nice. He had, he had many mad ravings that okay. you guys clearly don't believe. Okay. What? A charlatan? That's that's the look I'm getting from you guys right now. Okay, I'm just going to cross this place off our list, okay? <laughs> Not but many, but I'm not even what? Do I even write it down? You should write it down word for word. Yeah. It might actually be important. Yeah, true. You can uh, you can you can listen to it later and write take notes from that. <laughs> I'll send oh, it to yeah, you. Oh yeah, fair point, fair point. I'll send it to you. Like okay. For anyone this. out there who wants to wants a more accurate list of what the bizarre <laughs> mad ravings were, just hit rewind. A bit. And in fact, if and if somebody <laughs> actually wants to write them all down for us and send it to me, that'd be great. Just because <laughs> I can't keep track. If anyone wants a transcript of the bizarre mad ra- ravings, just visit www.bizarremadravings.ng. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? How long did this take us? You guys were a good 30 minutes with this guy. Uh, 30 minutes, okay. Well spent, I will say. Okay, so... where Should we just go and eat now and, you know, kind of call it a day? And then pick up tomorrow? Or do we want to hit the... Um, the blacksmith today? Still. But the docks the are docks. right here. Right, we, that we was the go. whole reason for us coming here that exactly. I just remembered. We should go to the docks, guys. Gonna go to the docks? Yep. How am I supposed to carry my plants around? I really want to take these things back <laughs> I with don't me. know. How are you going to carry them? I don't know yet. You have to get uh, a cart. Do they have like a box like at Costco where they just have boxes and you can just put stuff in them? Get yeah, but then they're going to snap at you. And <laughs> I know, and I don't really want to like... Man, this you got to tie their head, mouth shut. No. They might be real creatures. Would you do that to your wolf? Uh, would you wait. muzzle this beautiful creature? If it was, if it was biting, if or it was biting would Nick? <laughs> okay, so headed to the docks. Then heading You're to the pick docks. Up your... I'll pick up my plants later. Plants later. Okay. We gotta go talk to some other con man. I mean, so you guys can guy. uh, stop for some quick food on the way. Get some street meat or something. Oh, sick. This way you guys have some food in your bellies as you Classic wait for night to fall. Meat. Not rat. I've seen enough eating rat. <laughs> I'm going to need a... That's a uh, sewer burger. A, a <laughs> diplomacy or knowledge local to gather information. 
All right, diplomacy it is. Diplomacy. One of thirteen. You want to do? Oh, one. Okay. With a seven on the dice, brings me to a thirteen. Got a thirteen. Thirteen. One three. Oh yeah, I don't know anything. That's a natural one. Okay, so it takes you <laughs> the rest of the night. <laughs> three hours. Ugh. So night has fallen, uh, but you've heard where you can locate Old Kasif tonight. Is it under the pier? <clears throat> no, it's not under the pier. It's on the pier in one of the uh, kind of shadier areas surrounded by some old uh, old fishery warehouses that uh, are only active during the day, really. It's shady even at night? Yeah. <laughs> shady <laughs> torchlights. I have a drum set. Should I, should I <laughs> at night, it really more adopts a grayscale. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay, so you guys approach. Yeah, we'll try to find our Mr. Scarf. Um, what's the... Scarf? I forgot his name. Old Cassif. Uh, Old Cassif. Old Cassif. What's the uh, Pit Fiend presence like here? On the... They're as much as you'd expect anywhere. Okay, so they're just being generally rowdy and not... Generally rowdy. They're okay. particularly rowdy at night as they're yeah. more active in bars and things. Okay. Yeah. But they're not like... There's not just a bunch of them like watching out. I don't. I. I would just be worried that we would be stepping into like, like a, one of their like their hangout territories, or are they just kind of like hanging out normal? You know, are there guards posted? And, yeah, there's there's guards around, but there's more pit fiends than there are guards. No, I mean, are there like pit fiend guards? Are they like like kind of looking out? Is there any any joints that they're all hanging out in front there of and a lot of different places yeah, okay. around. Okay. The shadier establishments have more pit fiends. Yeah, okay. There. Yeah. As you head towards the meeting spot where old Kasif is supposed to be working, you see a man dressed in what may have at one time been a, a fancy noble's coat, but it's now muddied and dirt, uh, muddied and dirty, uh, covered in, in filth and grime. And it's a, a long coat going down to about the knees. The man himself has uh, darker skin, though whether it's the tone of his skin or just the filth that's collected on the guy is hard to discern. He wears a simple flat skull cap made of leather and some fine but well-worn leather boots. He stands near one of the edges of the pier, flanked by a pair of old fishery buildings. And he has his coat shut and his hands resting on the, the front of his coat. Does he look like a pirate? Maybe like an old time pirate, like not an active pirate. Okay. Maybe like an old privateer. Okay. So just like a pirate. But hard to hard to pin down kind of where this guy might be from. Okay. I'm gonna look around, see if there's uh is he by himself? Does he have a crew perception with him? check? Eleven. Uh no, looks like he's by himself. Okay. And we know him to be a dealer of multiple things, right? Yeah, he's like a like a like a black market like backroom dealer kind of guy. Okay. 
Okay, so I'll walk up to him. Okay, so as you approach, he says, oh, My friend, my friend, come close. You got coin? Old Kasifi got what you need, huh? I think I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. Can I get parts for my speaker here? Mr. Kasif. <laughs> 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 I do love the voice, though. Continue. Please continue. Don't stop. It's Bilba. He always wins, eh? No Padre, sir, it's worth two slaves. Uh, Disney future sponsor, right? I guess he kind of beckons you forward and kind of looks around as he does. I am looking for a pin that you may have acquired. Just straight up. I hate this guy. I have many, many pins, much jewelry. This Describe one would, for me. This one would be a silver pin. Um, what did it look like again? I forget. It's a silver pin. <laughs> the image of a quill. With the image of a quill on it. Well, it's, it's a pin in the shape of a silver quill. He says, ah, oh, yes, yes. Very rare family heirloom of mine. Given to my great, great... Uncle Frank Ferdinand. Was he the one who got it? the Emperor of Yokaigen himself. That's a 28 cent Would that photo? be Tuvius Vane, Emperor of Yokaigen? <laughs> <laughs> no, wrong man. Because I... <laughs> what was the sense for? 28. <laughs> he's, he's lying. Okay. Because I believe the pin used to belong to him. So he uh, he opens up his coat, and when he does, he's got all kinds of vials and tubes and fancy shiny things on there. But one of them is is the pin that you're looking for. So he says, "Ah, it's good, good item, very personal importance to me. I let you have it for fine price, twenty five hundred gold." Hmm. You bring coin, you leave with pin. Everyone happy. I look over at Scarlet. I'll just shake my head at you. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> I don't think it's worth that much, but I'm sure we can come to a better... You calling old Kasif a liar, huh? I'll step up beside him as... So he closes get... his coat quickly and starts roughly buttoning it. No, I... You believe... lie? You call old Kasif a liar? No, I think you're just, I think you're just ambitious. I'm gonna. I want to know how much do I think is a fair price for this? Uh, that's a twenty on an appraise. That actually is a pretty good price. Twenty five hundred gold is yeah. the is the right price for this. Yeah, it's an exquisite piece. Okay. Uh, what if it was acquired illegally? Well, I mean, it's, it's what it's worth. So <clears throat> he's already the fence. So it's yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to wonder if... See, this is the fun part about Intimidate, because you never know if you should use it or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So he continues going off. You waste old Kasif's time. 30,000 gold pieces. Well, if I wasn't willing to pay 2,500 <laughs> for it, why would I pay 3,000 for it? Ugh. 
fine, fine. You pay old Cassif 3,500 gold pieces, and you leave with your life. I don't think you know how this works. This is not negotiations and As going he up. says that, you see a pair of thugs come out from the alleys around do they, the warehouses. Do they happen to have uh, tattoos? No, they're not, they're not tattoos. They also kind of have a piratey look to them. Okay. Well, as uh, and uh, both something? of them, uh, as they they come out, you see them uh, brandish short swords. Do I notice this? Oh yeah, they're they they came out from hiding. So yeah. Okay. Uh, so if, when I notice that, I'm like, and we were having such a good talk. And as I don my shield <laughs> and turn and turn to face the thugs. <laughs> Okay, throw down at the docks with old Kasif and his skulking bodyguards. So we got old Kasif lurking by a building. We've got directly uh, south of him, we have Scarlet. Uh, directly beside him, or beside her, uh, we have uh, Kurgan. Uh, sorry, we have Gaius Bainbridge. And then behind Gaius, we have... Uh, Kurgan Thunderhowl and his faithful wolf companion, Greymane. And on the east and west, coming out of alleyways, we see the pair of the skulking bodyguards. So everybody, let's roll for initiative, please. Gaius. Nice 18 on the dice for a total of 20. 20. Greymane. 17. Kurgan. 6. Scarlet cards? Nine. Okay, so combat begins, and we have Gaius. You are first. All right. So you currently, uh, right beside you, uh, is Old Kasif with his big coat and high attitude. He's not armed, so... He is not armed, no. These guys are armed, so... Uh, that is correct. They each have a short sword out. I'll take a quick look, uh, glance around, and uh, I will move to... Opposite of Scarlet, drawing my battle axe. Okay, you move opposite of Scarlet. And I'll ready an attack. Hitting 10 feet to the west. If I, fe if I feel that the if, if the thug mo moves in, is moving in with intent okay, to harm. Okay, so if uh, the west thug moves in, you're going to try and chop him. Okay, it brings us to Greymane. Greymane's on guard currently, so he's not going to do anything. Ready to attack if someone comes close. Okay, and then we got the guard on the west. He is going to do exactly what you thought he was. He uh, tries to move up to you and stab you in the back. Let's get your raid action, please. All right, so as he moves in to attack, I'll get the first swing in. Ooh, 18 on the dice. Five to hit, so 23 total. Oh, that is a hit. <laughs> and you have your shield out? I do. Excellent. So shield on, battle axe in hand, taking a chop. Axe comes in, hits him right in the shoulder. Nice two on the dice for a total of six. Six damage. Big hit. Wounded, but still standing. Uh, so this fellow, he... Ducks and weaves a bit and uh, tries to shank you with his short sword. 
What is your? Do you have any ranks in sense motive? Or a, what's have, your sense motive bonus rather? My sense motive bonus is six. Six. Okay, sounds good. Okay, he does not catch you off guard, uh, but he does attack with a short sword. I've got you listed at a 19 right now. 19, 12, 17. Is that right? Correct. Okay. The uh, short sword slips in between uh, some of the plates in your armor. Ooh. Getting ya. For a total of four damage. Ouch. The thug, or the bodyguard, hidden on the east corridor, he quickly moves his way forward. Takes up a position directly beside old Kasif, and he is going to try and uh, shiv Scarlet Carson. Scarlet, I got you at a 14, 10, 14. Is that right? Yep. Okay, he misses. Hits you in your armor. Oh, yeah. You'll rue this day. Scarlet Carson, it Start is your turn. ruin. Um, <laughs> rue it. Rue it. Lock uh, Drogba pops up. Rue the day. Has, um... <laughs> This guy hasn't moved yet, I guess. The uh, old Kasif has not. No. Okay. No. Uh, I'm gonna draw my sword as a okay. move action. Yep. I'm gonna call upon the divine guidance of my deity, Tyrannus. Ooh. And I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith on myself. Nice. Bunk. You are currently threatened, so it'll be a defensive casting. Oh, that's that's a thing. So it's uh, going to be a 17 you need to roll. So that's a 20-sided dice plus cast level plus casting stat. Is that? It's 15 plus twice spell. Right. Well, I want to actually, like, I'm going to actually five-step over here first. Okay, so you're uh, going back adjacent to Old Kasif. Yeah. On the west side. Yeah. In front of Surely not being armed. He's no threat. Exactly. And now I will. Now you're going to cast? I'm going to cast. You do so? And with my with my great Big sword shield out. of faith, yeah, shield of faith, and uh, then you're you got the great sword out, trying to cut off an escape route. Sounds good. Uh, so that's an extra plus two deflection right now. Uh, yes, sir. Sounds good. Okay, it's old Kasif's turn. So old Kasif is going to. He starts yelling, "Hey, you mess with old Kasif, eh? Now you die." You die, and you die. And he starts pointing at all of you. And uh, it looks like his words truly bite. Bite hard and are sharp. Empowering the uh, attacks of his allies. Oh, my goodness. As he starts to <laughs> trash talk you all. And he uh, he kind of makes a, makes a running away direction this way. And as he does, he starts to tumble and roll. But he looks like maybe his his best days are behind him, so he doesn't look very good at it. Okay. Like some of those old injuries are catching up. Like maybe at one time he was a grand ballet dancer. Yeah, okay. And, you know, he's now he's an old... Yeah, okay. The calves ain't what they used to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So he's trying to acrobatics away. What's your CMD? Uh, 16. Big 16. Wow. He succeeds. Okay. And that's, uh, that's where he gets. He's right over there, and he's uh, bad-mouthing all you guys, talking about how his cronies are going to get you. Does he have to elude my? What's your CMD? 17. Yeah, he still gets there. Okay. 
Okay, so he gets away a little bit. I'm not going to call it a, a, a retreat, but he's, he's moving away from battle. Okay. That brings us to Kurgan. Anyone hurt? A little bit, but I'd rather focus on taking the yeah, down. Yeah, I believe we've okay. got a... I'm going to have... You know, I'll just have him um, attack that guy right in front of me. Okay, so you're going to get Rain Man to attack the uh, the eastern yep. bodyguard. Okay. And then I will... I'll just draw my bow. Okay, so bow out and uh, getting Grey Mane to attack. Yep. Okay, that brings us back up to the top. It is Grey Mane's turn. Grey Mane is going to do exactly that, positioning itself between you and the bodyguard as it moves in and takes a bite. 18. Oh, with a sound chomp on the leg. For six, Guy winces in pain. For six damage. Ooh, big six. And give me a uh, combat mover check to try and trip him. 18. And he falls to the ground being oh, yeah. tripped. Good old gray man. And I'm done. Okay. Gaius Bainbridge, it's your turn. All right. Uh, so this thug. Yep. I'll attack right behind him you. once again. Sounds good. But I'm going to try and hit him with the broad side of my axe with the flat of the Ooh, blade. Ooh, non-lethal. Okay, let's see what you got. Taking the minus four, yep. seven on the dice, brings it to an eight. That is a miss. He easily ducks out of the way. And old Kasif mocks and belittles you as you go. Hey, you call that attack? Ah, that's nothing. My grandmother hit harder than that. And that brings us to the guy you just attacked. He's, uh, he's going to respond with a stab of the short sword after trying to catch you off guard, which he fails to do. And makes his attack. Yeah, his attack is a miss, though. You easily deflect it with your shield. This other one uh, that's getting mauled right now is going to try to stand up. Get off of his back. That will provoke attacks from Greyman. So let's see what you got. Add four because he's prone. Uh, crit miss. Okay, that is a miss. You take a chomp and uh, you rip a portion of his boot sole off. But uh, you, don't, you don't get any more than that. Uh, so he stands, and he's going to take a single poke at Greymane. But he misses. His uh, soulless boot, too hard to handle. Scarlet, it is your turn. Okay. Scarlet was going to five-step closer to the goon. Okay, right upside the goon. Right upside ten feet away goon. from old Kasif. She's going to look at old Kasif, and she'll say, For the record... You brought this upon them. <laughs> She's going to ha- take a swing at the goon. That is uh, 19 to hit. Oh, that is a hit. Soundly striking that goon who just stood up after getting mauled by a wolf. <laughs> uh, it's for 13 points of damage. Taking his head clean off his body. He collapses to the ground in a headless mess. Okay, it's old Kasif's turn. So he lets out a laugh and says, <laughs> You think that scared old Kasif? You're wrong. And then he uh, waves his hands about, uttering a few words, and starts to cast a spell. He's a mage. You got a spellcraft, uh, anyone who's watching? 24. 
Okay, so Kurgan gives a look-see, and uh, you can identify he is casting Color Spray. And he releases the spell. I need Scarlet Carson and Greymane and Gaius Bainrich. Give me a will save against an illusion. It's fine. I've already smelled colors today. It's not a big deal. <laughs> 16 for Scarlet Carson. Big 16. Okay. 10 on the dice for a total of 12. Big 12. Okay. 12 from Gaius. 7 for Greymane. 7 from Greymane. Okay. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Greymane and uh, Bainbridge, you both collapse to the ground, and they're kind of they're kind of seizing on the ground right now. That sucks. That's a terrifying <laughs> weapon. <laughs> that sucks. Oh no. Oh no. They call it color spray, but it's actually it's actually more like a seizure cannon. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Seizure cannon. Kurgan, it's your turn. What are you going to do? I will ready an action to shoot an arrow if Olkasiv casts a spell. So if he casts a spell, you're going to try and fire at him to disrupt yep. his spell casting. Yes. Okay, sounds good. Okay, that's Olkasiv's turn. So he starts to, he continues to laugh and, and cackle. <laughs> you mess with Olkasiv, this what happens. Then he's going to start moving this way. And he moves <laughs> just directly behind. behind his bodyguard that's still standing. And then uh, Kurgan, so you're readying your, your action for when Kasif uh, does something on his next turn. Sounds good. Uh, Greymane's turn. Sorry, that was confusing. The uh, After he color sprayed, he moved. And then you did your ready action oh, at that point. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Greymane is uh, still thrashing about on the ground, as is Gaius. That brings us to the last thug that's still standing. So he is going to uh, stand on the uh, thrashing corpse body of uh, Gaius, and he's uh, going to try and catch catch Scarlet off guard. Oh, you easily! I saw it coming saw it from coming. a mile away. And then he uh, follows it up with a shiv, which he connects with his very good his stab. Oh, he hits you for a grand total of nine points of damage. Thanks to that glorious sharp tongue of old Kasif. Uh Scarlet falls unconscious. Falls unconscious. Scarlet collapses to the ground. Ooh, the only person still standing. We got one thug, old Kasif, and we got Kurgan Thunderhowl. Scarlet, it would be your turn. Uh, roll to stabilize. Uh, failing to do so. Failing to say, okay, so minus one point of damage. Brings us to old Kasif's turn. He starts to cast a spell. Let's get your ready to action, please. 19. Oh, dice. easily connecting. And there's nothing blocking the way. That's a perfect, perfect shot. For six points of damage. Six damage. Okay. Okay, so he was starting to cast a spell. Time for a concentration check. He needs to hit a 16. He fails. He loses his cast of sleep. And that would uh, bring us to Greymane's turn. Still thrashing about on the ground. Gaius' turn. 
thrashing about. <laughs> okay, our one lowly bodyguard here. He's going to advance on you. And he tries to duck and weave, catch you by surprise. <laughs> he fails. <laughs> he's off his game. It's probably that, uh, that bad axe wound that he's got on the shoulder. And he's going to try and shiv you. Coming in with a stab of the short sword on Kurgan, but he misses. Brings us to Scarlet's turn. Let's get a stabilized roll, please. Uh, that's a fail. That's a fail. Minus one HP, please. Kurgan, it is your turn. So you got a guy directly in front of you. You got uh, one of your allies is bleeding out, and the other two are seizing on the ground. Good old level one hit points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going... Uh, <laughs> he rocked you with that. Can I, get by, can I get to his position of five foot to be close by uh, Scarlet? Uh, yes, you can. Get five foot right here. Okay. I'm going to cast defensively to cast Cure Light Wounds. It's a 17. Uh, I got a 13. A 13. That is a fail. Spell fizzles. Ooh. Okay, it's old Kasif's turn. So he continues to laugh. <laughs> This what happened, huh? And he starts to uh, cast a spell. <laughs> Can't do much about it. And uh, I need a will save, please. Fans, you don't know what I rolled. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, you uh, you kind of got a couple stars flittering above your head, and you're dazed. Could be worse. It's about to be. Nope, days. <laughs> at least I'm not like sleeping. Right? Days just lose your action, correct? That's correct. Okay, uh, Greymane is no longer thrashing on the ground, seizing, um, but is nonetheless still uh, still prone and stuck. Gaius, you are still seizing. Okay, our last bodyguard here is going to try and shiv you. They're going to try and uh, faint before they do it. <laughs> Even dazed, seeing stars, he, he still is unable to catch you off guard. And he tries to shiv you, and he misses. Just can't can't get past that. <laughs> what are you wearing? Studded leather? Yep. Your leathers are just too much to deal with. If only you were wearing segmented plate armor, you could get that blade in the middle of. I got some good decks, too. (laughs) Scarlet. Let's get a save, please. That's a critical. That's a 20 on the dice. Oh. Nice. So what's your uh, negative hit points here? I'm at minus three right now. So it would have been a uh, 13, essentially. So yeah, you easily, you stop bleeding out. You're stable. Kurgan, you're dazed. Old Kasif's turn. He starts to laugh again. <laughs> you mess with old Kasif, this is what you get, huh? He starts to cast another spell at you. What save? It's a will save. <laughs> We're so dead. I got eight. Eight? A small sparkle flips out of his pointed finger and. Uh, Explodes in your face. Oh, it's a fortitude save, actually. Sorry. Oh, it's uh, six. (laughs) (laughs) You're dazzled. 
Which oh. does will do? It's a minus one to attack rolls. Oh. <laughs> uh. Ah, total party wipe. Level one TP dubs. That's what I like to see. <laughs> We're not done yet. Nope. I am. <laughs> Greaming. Still lying there. Still? Dang. Gaius, you're still thrashing about seizing. What a overpowered spell. Don't Jeepers. you love it? Uh, that brings us to the bodyguard. He's going to try and chiv you again. He's coming for you this time. Trying to faint? Again, terror, he can't catch you off guard. You're too ready. I know, I'm too good. Too ready. 16. You got a 16? He barely misses. So unfortunately, the sharp wit and tongue of uh, old Kasif ended up stopping on his last turn. So. <laughs> That brings us to Scarlet. You're uh, you're unconscious right now. Kurgan, it is your turn. Well, I'm gonna five foot over, so I'm out of the range of the thug, and I'm gonna cast a spell on Scarlet. Sounds good. So I'm outside of threatened range. Of you the are thug, no so failure. You can just check. flat out cast. Oh. Nine. Oh, Nine? max heals. Ooh. Max heals. Her eyes pop open. I'm sick of smelling colors. <laughs> Don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> Brings us to uh, old Kasif's turn. So he glances around. And he says, ah, you stay down, eh? We'll save, please, Scarlet. Oh, that's pretty good, Chris. You're an Asimar, aren't you? I am, yes. It doesn't affect you at all. The spell fails. Excellent. Humanoid only. Mm. Glorious man, native outsider. You don't know that, though. Greymane's turn. Still uh, stunned. Gaius, you're still thrashing about. Boo. Okay. It's this bodyguard's turn. He's going to advance. He does not notice. That Scarlet is awake. So he's going to try and feint against Kurgan. Uh, do you have rank sense? Do you have, uh, what's your sense motive bonus? Six. A six? He fails to deceive you. And he stabs at you and misses. Once again, that leather armor is just too much to deal with. Leather and dex. Scarlet, it is your turn. This guy's in your face. Um, you could attack from prone. It'll be a minus four penalty, but you could. Okay. Or you could stand, in which case he'd get an attack of opportunity. For a chance to knock me down again. Yep. She will... Uh, could demoralize him. Standard can, action. Can I... Is that a thing? Yep. Intimidate check. Yes. He succeeded. I'll give him minus twos on his D20 rolls. I'm going to do that. I'm going to demoralize him from the ground. Yeah. You Then you could try standing. That's and what then I'm the going to do for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to say, um, it's an intimidate check, right? Yep. I'm going to say, uh, you picked the wrong day for this. Uh, 17 to demoralize. Oh, he's he is shaken. And I'm going to stand up. More than Just so that the other guy can... Uh, shoot another spell at me. This is a bad idea, but that's okay. We're having fun. We're all having fun. <laughs> okay, he's going to try and attack you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Crit success. 
off with your head. It is it is not a critical. Okay. But he does hit you for a devastating five points of damage. I'm still standing. Would have been six if Old Kasif was still doing his uh, his vicious tongue lashing, but nope. Still standing, baby. Still standing. For now. That brings us to Kurgan. It is your turn. Oh, and you can five-step now if you want to do. I'm going to five-foot step. Five-stepping a little five bit step away. away. And I'm going to plug it with an arrow. And I ain't doing no lethal. Okay, we got uh, the half-orc with the bow. I got a... Th- Kurgan five steps back. 13 to hit. And was that against the bodyguard or Old Kasif? Uh, Old Kasif. A 13? Yep. That is a miss. Okay. Missing Old Kasif. I'm done. Is that with your minus one, two from Dazzled? Has it been the other turn since then? That's a minute. Oh, it is not including yeah, okay. okay. That was definitely a miss then. Yeah. Okay, it's old Kasif's turn. So he uh, lets out another uh, another laugh, and bam, a little sparkler comes flying towards you. Scarlet, I need a fortitude save. Do you have spell resistance? I don't believe so. Okay, sounds good. Fortitude save. Critical fail. You are dazzled. Ah, minus one on attack rolls. Bright lights. <laughs> Again with the colors. I hate colors. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's Greymane's turn. Okay, hold on here. Greymane. Greymane. Okay, Greymane is no longer blind. It is just stunned now. Oh what? It's, it's a vicious spell. This spell's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that brings us to Gaius. Gaius is now no longer unconscious, but you're stunned. What a stupid spell this is. It's a great spell at level one. Uh, it brings us to the bodyguard. The bodyguard is going to advance towards the archer. And he's going to try and uh, faint. Oh, he succeeds. Catch you off guard this time. Does that do again? Uh, you lose your dex bonus against him. His AC for this turn. Uh, but it doesn't matter. He misses. He's, he's so excited about catching you off guard that he, he ends up hitting you with the wrong side of his sword. Scarlet, it's your turn. You're still dazzled, so you got a minus one on your attack roll. But beyond that, you are good to go. Oh, you're charging old Kasif. I'm moving up to old Kasif. I think I'm going to cast my last spell of the day. Okay, what do you got? Cure Light Wounds. Sounds good. On old Kasif. Here yeah. you go. For two, that's a two is two, uh, and then you're moving over to Old Casif. Yeah, moving okay. over to Old Casif, casting and moving over to Old Casif. Okay, Kurgan, it's your turn. What you got? Still dazzled. Five foot step back. Yep, and uh, plug him with an arrow. Okay, so you got minus one because of the uh, oh, oh, oh. twenty on the dice. Roll to confirm that. Uh, with an eight. So it is not a critical, but you did get him. I did Let's get him. what you got. Roll some damage. See those deeps. D8. For five. For five. And the bodyguard collapses to the ground. Oh, my goodness. 
It's old Kasif's turn. Old Kasif is going to uh, run down the pier, withdrawing from you. And then he goes, right, rounds a corner and starts to run away. Will old Kasif manage to escape? Will our valiant heroes wake up from their color spree at some point? Can they chase down old Kasif and get that pin back? All this and more next time on Barely Adequate, where we aren't that good at this. And you don't have to be either. 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 That was stupid. Color spray. Color spray is. Get out of here.